you're listening to Leadership Loading, a podcast that inspires leaders to be continuous learners and provides insight for those making the leap from the front line to the boardroom. My name is Jason McLaren, and I'm an Air Force firefighter veteran and safety expert turned entrepreneur and nonprofit director. I'm sitting down with industry leaders to talk about their leadership traits and lessons they have learned that can make an impact on future leaders. Hey everyone, it's Jason McLaren. This is Leadership Loading Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. My guest today is Ryan Sweeney. He's a former Army helicopter officer and military civilian culture gap podcast host, helping veterans find their calling during the transition to the next stage of life. So Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, so Ryan's all about helping veterans connect with uh, military professionals and vice versa, right, correct? Ryan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, that's really the intent here. Yeah. And so can you tell us a little bit about that? uh, Like you said, bridge that communication gap. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, that's what we launched this podcast for because, you know, there's obviously some gap there and a lot of us are using these tools and resources to try to bridge that gap. And I think the more, the more people out there pushing that, then we can kind of close that as we get more into the future. So can you tell us a little bit about your military career? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, originally I started off in the reserves when I was in college and enlisted uh, as a petroleum supply specialist, uh, did a year there uh, and then signed my active duty scholarship through ROTC and then spent basically uh, almost 10 years uh, to the day to uh, you know, serve on the active side of the house uh, in Army aviation as an officer uh, and got the luxury of transitioning out of Schofield Barracks, Hawaii. So, you know, I had a great, wonderful three years. But uh, when, when you're from upstate New York and your wife's from central Texas uh, and you're getting to, you know, one of those two locations, it gets pretty hard to transition from, from an OCONUS position. Uh, and, and taking interviews at four or five o'clock in the morning when, when it's you know lunchtime on the East Coast or whatever the case is. So uh, it, it, it provided uh, certainly one of, of many challenges for me, but um, you know nothing nothing that we all haven't faced ability to adapt and overcome to still accomplish the mission. And uh, you know I, I enjoyed every bit of ten years and, and thought I was going to be a lifer, and just things started to change. Uh, you know, got married. Uh, wanted to grow a family, wanted to reduce my risks in life, wasn't going to fly anymore, and just, uh, you know, decided uh, at the end of the day, after 10 years being told what to do, I thought I was going to have a little bit more control, and they told me, the next five years are planned for you, and I said, okay, I think uh, I think I'm going to reassess this situation and get some control back in my life, and decided to, decided to leave about a year and a half out, and uh, made the first transition wrong uh, within a year I had already left my first organization for my current organization and uh, it was um, you know I, I did what everything I thought was right um, took you know personality tests it was aligned with the, the end state aligned with my interest even if the current position uh, wasn't there it was still a way to get there and uh, and then I just realized I was in retail management I just realized it wasn't for me I wasn't willing to do that anymore so uh, I decided to go ahead and move to uh, uh, an opportunity that I had uh, within my current organization. And 
that we, we still support the military and it was more mission-based aligned with what I did. Uh, and I still get to sleep in my own bed at night and don't have to do a whole lot of travel and, and no deployments. So I, I feel fulfilled. Um, but uh, at the same time, still get some of those reduction of risks that I wanted. Definitely. I think a lot of people that leave the military uh, before the 20 year mark are looking for that, you know, a little bit better work life balance, a little bit more risk reduction. So I can definitely fill you on that. Um, I did seven years myself and it was all due to a hardship in the family. And, and so it kind of, kind of is a similar mindset, but uh, not exactly, but anyway, uh, moving on. So how, how can veterans connect with military professionals? Um, you know, what do we need to do to kind of bridge that gap and, and get into that civilian sector if we need to? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the first thing uh, that I, in my opinion that you need to do is you really need to take a hard look at yourself. Right. And, and it's what I call um, backwards planning, you know, like we're taught in the military, most of us, we backwards plan and, and spend the most time planning actions on the objective. And to me, um, you know, that, that's what you should do for your life. You know, take as much time as you need to figure out who you are, what your interests, you know, what motivates you, which, uh, you know, kind of the next steps after that, that end state, what are you trying to drive for? Um, you know, and, and that I say do it very vaguely or generally speaking, because some of it is probably going to change, but, uh, but it still should be, you know, it still should align with your core values and who you are. And then at that point, you, you know, while in the military, probably familiar with the PACE plan. So you build yourself a couple paths to get to that end state. And, and if you jump on the, that route of where you're going and you, you know, something changes or, or a major crisis event, you know, like COVID and you get laid off or something, well, then you, you can jump to another route and kind of uh, pick up and still move along to that end state without necessarily doing a, a pivot and going somewhere totally in the opposite direction and then having to retransition, so to speak, or figuring yourself out. So, so to me, that's, that is the most value added. And that's from my own lesson learned that, um, you know, retail management just end up not being for me after. And I realized that after two months and part of the reason I picked it was location uh, and growth opportunity. And since that location, I, I moved away from Central Texas. Uh, so, so that moved down the list. And uh, and then so did growth opportunity. As I, as I started to grow my family, I was more interested in spending time with my family instead of, you know, becoming the next CEO of the organization. So uh, I, I had I taken a step back and realized that's what I was getting at, why I left the military to begin with, then, then I probably would have made different decisions uh, in, in the short term. So that is my number one piece of advice uh, when it comes to the military transition. Yeah, like you kind of touched on um, one thing about reframing skills. You, you, ver you verb verbalize a little bit different, but yeah, changing your skills to what you want to do outside rather than just taking whatever the military trained you on and going with that. Um, when we talked about that a couple episodes back, but um, so let's flip that. How can organizations uh, get the best out of the veteran skills um, that they're looking for? Yeah, so I, I am a big believer in uh, Jim Collins and Good to Great, uh, you know, and it's, it's about finding those good character value people. So, uh, you know, when I talk to veterans, you know, absolutely, I preach to them that 
you know, you have to learn the lingo and speak the language and figure out how to network and translate, you know, what you did in the military to civilian terms and how it fits in that industry. Uh, because you are the one percenter, but at the same time, when I talk to organizations, I'm telling you that this individual, you know, might not have 10 out of 10 skills, they might have seven out of 10 skills, but here's what they bring to the table. And there's some of those other intangibles outside of just soft skills, and that's the, the veteran community and how close we are connected and willing to support one another. And that veteran, within the organization is used to picking up additional duties. So they're used to, to jumping on problems that aren't being solved and they're used to, uh, you know, trying to bring their buddy and kind of make it a family and, and build that camaraderie in the team. So they're going to help you pipeline other veteran talent. Uh, they're going to help your talent acquisitions team. They're going to help your, your HR team, your hiring managers, and then they're going to sit on the other side. Cause that's what I did. I sat on the other side of the table and, I'm not a hiring manager, but whenever a veteran comes in through the door, I'm, I'm sitting on the, uh, I'm sitting on one interview or, or several of them. So people can look at me and go, what did he say when he said that? Uh, what did he mean by that? You know, or I can ask the question to try to pry a little bit deeper um, to help them help the civilian team understand it a little more. So that's what veterans bring to the table. They, they give you that uniqueness that, that other civilians, I guess, don't or can't when it comes to, you know, acquiring that talent, I think that is above and beyond, you know, the average person. Definitely. And I've, I've seen a lot of bigger companies like Amazon uh, moving to that where they have a military person that's on their, you know, on their lead, uh, you know, C-level suite. And it's, it sounds like that's what they do is, you know, kind of just do that interpretation for the, the lay uh, manager and uh, kind of get them up to date on things. But Good deal. So, uh, how can our servant leadership yeah, and, skill? You know, I think that um, that the uh, you know as we transition, I mean, think about it from your your point of view, your perspective. I mean, I'm I've been out for four years, and now I'm I'm starting to see the people that I knew that were in there starting to get out. Right. So, I, I, at some point, you know, you start hitting around that five, maybe eight year mark you just that connection you don't have there anymore so i think it even goes a little bit above and beyond that that you know, yes it's certainly nice for them to have a big veteran program but it goes above and beyond that it's a, it's a funnel just like a, a, like a talent acquisition team needs to do they need to funnel and pipeline that talent well the only way to pipeline that talent is stay connected with people that are connected um and it, it's it's kind of like networking you know it's 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 networking um and, and talent acquisitions but but the veteran will do it to help out other veterans or that's what I've seen most veterans do that. So, uh, it's just, it's just another layer, uh, to doing that. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, I've been out 12 years now. So yeah, I definitely understand the whole difference. And even when I was in to, to now the guys that are getting out, you know, what I'm seeing with what they're doing, transitioning into the civilian sector. So, so how can we use our uh, servant leadership skills we learn in the military to, you know, empower ourselves as individuals? Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry, say that again. This, how do we use our servant leader skills to empower ourselves? Yeah. You know, uh, we talked about servant leadership a couple episodes back and I just wanted to build off of that. Um, you know, how can we use those skills we learn in the military servant leaders to, 
empower ourselves as individuals and 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 our teams you know when we get into a position most likely where we're leading somebody but um you know how can we use that to set set ourselves up for success yeah well i think the uh, how how we can do it is is that um well well you said i mean you said it in and of itself it is empowering but it's it's the it's not just blind empowerment it's the the willingness to uh spend time to grow and train individuals it's the fact that you're kind of invested in the long haul and it kind of goes counterintuitive a lot of how a lot of organizations you know run today they want they want the, the 10, 10 out of 10 technical skills aligned, matched. We're going to move you in there because we know you're going to be gone in three years. Um, but, but most veterans, uh, it, it, and I think most organizations still want to balance. They want some turnover, but they want some, they want some experience there within the organization, right? And I think the veterans, I mean, most of us have, you know, we moved every two, three, four years or whatever the case is. So we're looking for a place to call home. I'm not going to say we're not going to move from an organization to a next, but um, if we find that right team and that right organization, we're going to stay put uh, more than likely because we value, most of us value that uh, first and foremost. So uh, therefore we, we can be trained. We can, uh, 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 you know, turn around and invest in other individuals and we can, and if we do that more, people are going to stay within an organization a little bit more because I think, you know, most people want to be empowered and they want to, uh, you know, have the opportunity to prove themselves by nature. So if you give them that um, and, and you, you know, success within an organization. And I mean, I did it in, in the military. Uh, I, I couldn't have done it without doing it. And I just planted seeds early, small things and, and let people take ownership of, of basic stuff. And then by the end of it, I mean, I, I had the opportunity to go support President Obama's visit to India and I didn't have to do a thing. I mean, the team was running on all cylinders. They knew what, to, they knew what they needed to do uh, based on, you know, the little guidance that I gave them because they knew that, that I had built, we had built and established that trust. Um, to do what was right and, and work within my guidance uh, to accomplish the mission. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that stuff takes time though. Um, and, and I think organizations have to acknowledge that if you want the best out of everybody, you, you have to, you have to give people time to, to grow and develop uh, other people. Yeah. And I think we, we kind of built on, on that in, my, in the other episode I was talking about, but, yeah, that's all good stuff. So, what are you up to now? What are you What are you doing on the civilian side? So, on the civilian side, I mean, uh, it, it's what kind of launched my my view from the skies podcast. It's uh, I am a production controller by uh, and materials planner by by name. Um, working for uh, GE Aviation, making hot section uh, blades and vanes for mostly military aircraft. So, um, you know, still supporting that community. Uh, but at, at the same time, uh, you know, I, I, what I do is like being a battle captain. Uh, for, for those of you, your listeners out there that haven't battle captains while deployed. Um, and and it's, it's all influential. I'm not responsible. I'm not a leader anymore, even though I was a leader in the military. 
uh, in terms of direct leadership, but I am a cross-functional leader. I have to work with suppliers. I have to work with vendors. I have to work with our supervisors. And ultimately, I have to answer our customers uh, when it comes to fulfilling their orders. So I manage material uh, throughout the shop and then kind of be that liaison and that voice of the customer and, and make sure their needs are met within, uh, you know, within the operational flow within our organization. Yeah, and I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that, you know, translating those skills out to the civilian side. So it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it's uh, everything that I said, I mean, still applies. So I, I mean, I worked with our HR team to help pipeline some talent. I'm not too far up the road from Fort Campbell. So I, I was like, Hey, I'm driving down to Fort Campbell today and I'm sticking my foot in the, in the uh, cruise fields program or, or tap, you know, office. And I'm going to shake hands and make names and we're going to get some people up here. And, and then I end up building a, uh, you know, skills bridge training and development program for our organization uh, to help pipeline some talent and, and, you know, discuss all those things we, we talked about, you know, kind of the long-term growth for, for the business and long-term growth for the individual as well and, and incorporated all that. And then just wanted something bigger and better. And then that, that led me into the podcast, you know, how else can I go out there and help individuals? So uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, exciting because there's no, you know, one path to, to success in, in the civilian world. We have the opportunity to, you know, pave our own road, so to speak. And, and that's kind of what I'm doing. Awesome. So where can we find you and where can we find the podcast? Yeah. Uh, so it's on all the major platforms, but uh, the easiest way to look me up is Ryan Sweeney 315 uh, on LinkedIn uh, you know, I have, uh, there you'll find the links to the Facebook and Instagram and, you know, my, my blog and all that stuff. You can also go on viewfromtheskies.weebly.com. Uh, and there you can, that's my launch page, uh, which, which will, will bring you to every, you know, my blog and blog and all that stuff as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, look me up, uh, on, on LinkedIn, send me a connection request. I'll be happy to, to chat and talk and, um, you know, for, for veterans or civilians who are, who are interested in, you know, kind of putting their brand who want to learn more and learn to help them. I mean, that's, that's ultimately what I'm here to do, you know, same, same as you. And that's the great part about all this, Jason. I mean, us veterans kind of coming together to support one another uh, instead of looking at each other as competition. We're all here to, to you know, articulate um, what it takes to, to be a leader in the corporate world and and uh, what it takes to transition out of the military and you know be a successful veteran definitely i don't think there's competition in the veteran community i think it's just collaboration and uh there's always going to be veterans coming out of the pipeline that need help so the the more the merrier yeah absolutely all right well, thank you for coming on the show, Ryan. Any closing remarks for the listeners? Yeah, um, no, uh, absolutely. Just just check me out, uh, like I said, on the view from the skies. And then, uh, you know, uh, don't be I – know, I know with everything going on in the world today, it, it seems like, you know, it, you might have made, um, you know, the, the wrong decision or, or if you get – laid off that there there's no end at the light of the tunnel but uh, I think now is also the time to 
um, you know, really, like I said, no matter where you are in life, take a step back, uh, look at yourself, um, and, and just find out, you know, where you want to be, uh, next and kind of start painting that vision. And, and I did it with a dream board a few years ago and, uh, end up accomplishing seven out of the eight dreams on my dream board, uh, that I probably wouldn't accomplish otherwise. So that was just my method, but, uh, you know, paint that vision for yourself and, uh, and don't let anything get in the way and go out and accomplish it. Yeah, I know the COVID-19 stuff going on right now. A lot of people are uncertain about what's going on, when we're going back to work and when we're, you know, if we're going to get laid off and that sort of thing. And, uh, but it, like you said, there's also a lot of opportunity going to come out of this also with uh, the stimulus packages coming out and that sort of thing. So um, it's just what you make of it and what your goals are. So. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, Ryan. I'll let you get back to it, and you have a good night. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jason. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Leadership Loading Podcast. You can support this podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash leadershiploading to get access to exclusive content, chats, and a whole lot more. Again, that's patreon.com slash leadershiploading or visit our website, leadershiploading.com, for more options.